Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, we're shaking things up, stirring in a bit of fun, and serving you a round of mixed drinks to conclude our first set of cocktail-inspired beer episodes. I'm Joanne, and this is Tori. Hello, hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. Right, so we've been doing these lovely cocktail episodes for you, we dear have. listeners, um, and we've ended up with a few cocktails that we couldn't <laughs> find others of. So this, but is we wanted kind to of, buy them anyways. Yeah, and we wanted to try them anyway and see see how it goes. This is kind of the odd bins of the cocktails. Oh, I think I think. Hold on, hold on. Let's go back a second. We're okay. talking cocktails, but let's talk Kofi. Let's <laughs> let's talk. Let's Kofi talk coffee. Don't forget. <laughs> We are on coffee. If you'd like to donate a little bit of extra cash that you might have to help us to continue making this excellent content, check out the show notes, check out the the bios, the links are all there. If you donate to us for 30 days, you get access to all of our bonus content that's over there. There's our quarter one review, there's some beer tastings we've done, there's some brewery tours. Head on over there and see what you can see donate some money and um, tell us what you want us to make yeah you can just hit us with a one-off donation like yep. it's not like you don't have, have to be a subscription, subscription. No. Uh, and then hopefully if you've looked at it before and you had trouble with changing the amount hopefully you can change i think we fixed it i think we fixed it today <laughs> so if out. we've not if, not if we've not message let us know i was gonna say let us know because yeah. there was a problem and i think it's fixed i don't know but let us know because yeah. uh, you don't even have to do the suggested amount you nope. could do a smaller amount and then you could just binge listen to whatever or binge watch whatever's on there yeah and hopefully we will find out a way to do the audio Someday. so that it's not just video. Yeah. <laughs> that we have to have time to do that. We so, <laughs> so instead, but let's talk cocktails. Instead, we instead cocktails. Instead, um, so yeah, no, I think there was like every intention to be like, let's find all these different cocktails. But then there was ones that we found that were like, we really want to try this. Let's yeah. just grab it and we'll see. And and you know what? I think I don't know about your thoughts on this. My thoughts are. We'll collect as many as we can in, in groups and then do them in groups. And then when we have odd ones, we'll just do every so often, we can just throw in a random odd one. Yeah, I think so. We'll just do, but do the odd we'll round out. We'll round out the last few where we actually had proper sets with a mixed batch today. So, yeah, I think I think the plan will be we'll, we will try to get them in batches when we see that there's a trend and they're coming out in batches yeah. or, you know, uh, try I to think get there's, specific cocktails. There's a few breweries that, that tend to do cocktail-inspired beers. Like um, one of the ones we'll have today is from New Bristol. They tend to do some cocktail-inspired beers. Yonder tend to do cocktail-inspired beers. Um, Vault City tend to do cocktail inspired beers which leads us quite nicely into our first one we are looking at strawberry woo woo strawberry woo woo -woo. (laughs) so which um cocktail in a can woo woo have you got because we did manage to find one morrison's (laughs) morrison's own i'm fairly certain that this is the only i think it's the only place that makes woo woos i think so i've not seen them anywhere else um although this is a, a lively mix of vodka with cranberry juice and peach 
and lime flavour. That's terrible, terribly written. <laughs> a lovely mix of vodka with cranberry juice and peach and lime flavour. Yeah, that's terribly written. <laughs> that is really odd. Yeah, that is really, really <laughs> odd. I, I didn't read it. And um, if anyone's watching the video and you are from New England, been to New England or happen to be near one of the places here... The colours on it like just remind me of Dunkin' Donuts. So when I see oh. this, every time I just immediately think Dunkin' Donuts, I've got trauma. Yeah. Like they flashbacks. Do. <laughs> they really, really do. And it's traumatic, but, you know, <laughs> is what it is. Uh, couldn't find a single sh- specifically strawberry woo I've no. got... I can obviously give like the facts on like the woo-woo yes. as a whole, like a high level on the facts of the woo as a whole, but I did try to find strawberry. And so Funkin' is a brand that obviously makes pre-mixed cocktails here in the UK. And it's like they used to do in like those big like carton, juice size like carton. Yeah. Pre-mixed thing of strawberry woo-woo. And they were like literally the only place. And when you Google strawberry woo-woo to try to find where to buy cocktails yeah. in a can of it, all you get is Funkin'. And it's like, they're in stock nowhere in shops. (laughs) So I just had to settle for a normal woo-woo. Yeah. Should we we crack this open and then you can tell us some woo-woo facts? Woo-woo. It's going to be fun to say, isn't it? This whole time we're saying it. It is a bit. Not how I expected this to look. Oh, it looks like a hard seltzer. It does. I'm already not happy. It's not even really pink, though. It's It's like... blush it's himalayan salt pink it is it is isn't it if you're not if you are literally (laughs) i I smell it and i think i got bubbles up my nose oh my goodness (laughs) normally that's me that does that actually i think you're fine um but yeah something coming out of this the aromas just making (laughs) making me cough (laughs) it's that like yeah it's almost like there's like soda water in it or something like that there's like the carbonation that's like it's not like sulfuric but it is sulfuric um so before we drink basically this was invented in the u.s at some point in the 80s so uh the story says that it sort of originates in a bar in new york but again it's not really really clear um so yeah it, it seems like it's quite a modern a more modern cocktail so there's no real interesting or notable backstory that i could find compared to some of these like much older cocktails so like i kind of wonder if like in a hundred years time or something there's going to be all these like origin stories about woo-woos but what's really funny is i feel like i never really came across them until i came to the uk like i feel like i never really i'm sure they existed in the u.s obviously because it originates in the u.s but i feel like i never really saw how popular they were until i like moved here and then people would be like nights out and they'd be like it's two for one cocktails like picture of cocktails and all you could get is a woo woo yeah it definitely feels like something that i would have bought in a large quantity when i was at uni oh yeah there's something in this that makes you want it is it there <laughs> um so the ingredients of an actual woo-woo is exactly what's in this which is vodka peach schnapps uh and cranberry juice so some recipes like suggest garnishing it with a lime while others kind of use lime juice this one was uh lime flavor so probably maybe lime cordial maybe or something um so yeah and then they typically serve it in a low bowl glass and what i found interesting because i was like what's a low bowl glass obviously it's the opposite of a high bowl glass uh it it's also called so it's basically an old-fashioned glass yeah. but it's also called a rock glass which i'd never heard of it called a rock glass before i've heard that 
So I thought that was interesting. I never heard that word I think, before. Is it, like, I suppose because it's wide, so you can get quite a lot of ice in it. I don't know. I wonder if part of it is like, I mean, you do get like with whiskey and stuff, which is obviously what you have in an old fashioned, like you can get whiskey stones. So don't, is yeah. that anything to do with it? I, I'm, is that why they'd maybe name it that? I don't know. Thought it was interesting, but I tend to think that they just serve it in pitchers. Because <laughs> yeah. that's how I like with a straw in it, and yeah. you're supposed to share. You're, you're supposed, supposed to share it, but nobody shares it. <laughs> yeah, and no. then yeah. So the variation, which is what we have with Full City, is the strawberry woo woo, and that is basically the exact same recipe, but there's strawberries in it as well, in addition to everything else that's in it, mm. and it tends to it's it's most almost exclusively puree that goes into it. So. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of the difference between a woo woo and a strawberry woo woo. So this is okay. a standard woo woo sans strawberry puree because we couldn't find that shears anywhere. Nope. Um, and I think the Vault City strawberry woo woo is just <laughs> strawberry. Yes, I don't think it's got any. It's of not the got other bits cranberry in it, or but... lime or peach or any of that. No, but it. we'll be interested to see mm. how it stacks up. Nine percent. This is quite a week night for us tonight because we're starting yeah. on a nine percenter. Um, I've got a day off tomorrow, it's... so it's all right. <laughs> I wonder if this is the lime in it, like whatever kind of lime they used. Do you know what? I quite like this. <laughs> it tastes like dry ice. Um, <laughs> there is something weird in it. I don't mind it. Don't um, but it. also, my drink when, uh, like pre-beer drinking days, my drink was a, uh, a Archers and Coke. Oh, that's that. I can never get over those combinations, like Malibu and Coke. I don't know; it just makes me feel weird. <laughs> uh, I'm an, an arch. It's normally arches and lemonade, but I was an arches and Coke. Like, it's amazing I've got any enamel left on my teeth. <laughs> I think to me, this tastes nice if you were to just capture the flavors because I love peach. I'm a big, big peach fan, um, so big proponent of that. But I think whatever's there that's causing me to want to yeah that you. it's not just one of us it's definitely yeah. both of us um whatever's there that we're inhaling as we go to take a sip is really yeah. kind of like ruining the taste of me because it's making me be like eh, like what is going on yeah um flavor wise though yeah I, it's not flavor wise it's nice can't really I mean, fuck up peach and vodka <laughs> it's not cranberry, you can know you? this isn't high end this isn't like that nice um <laughs> nitro <laughs> pina colada that one i have from funkin like this is no. just moza's own i did get i said moza's to rick and he was like what and i was like moza's and he <laughs> was like he was like what like what are you talking about and i was like moza's and he was like what? and i was like morrison's and he was yeah. like how was i meant to know that's what he's like i thought you were saying something completely what? No, different what people call it <laughs> because i've never heard it called that i was like you will fun how have you not fun story so you know we call you know mcdonald's is mackey's yeah Mac which is always which i right. i've never heard maccas i've heard maccas we used to say maccas so we, we when we were teenagers we were like yeah we're gonna go down maccas had a friend who one day was just like oh we're gonna go like guy and he's like oh we're gonna go like oh we're gonna go shopping we're gonna go to maccas and i was like going shopping why would we go shopping? <laughs> like, if we're just going shopping? shopping why are we going to and he's like maccas is a clothes shop i'm like maccas is mcdonald's what do you think we've been saying all this time? And for ages, he did not know that's what we were talking about. And I'm like, I dude. genuinely, like 100% wouldn't have ever called that. But also because I'm from the US, we, we call it Mickey D's. Like we don't call yeah, it. Yeah, we don't call it that. We don't call it Mackies or Maccas. So it took me a while to get used to people saying Maccas because I was like, yeah. well, like not, not that, but like 
yeah I, it just it was that was a weird adjustment um <laughs> but yeah mozzas so yeah it is like i keep wanting to go back for another sip and then i'm like because <laughs> the flavors are nice but it's weird let's let's crack open this uh strawberry <laughs> strawberry woo-woo so you've got something else to sip on yeah please instead. let's do it i'm scared it's gonna explode on me but it's not it's okay i'm gonna use my vault city glass i think mm. i had this when they put it out in bottles oh i love that i'm hearing that lovely brewery asmr from your side <laughs> lovely pouring <laughs> asmr it's got a lovely head on it it smells like jam like strawberry it jam it properly does smell like jam <laughs> it's like does it say? an orangey strawberry juice color I'm just trying to see if it says how many. Because I think when I read it, it, when I read online the description, it said how much strawberry was used. She is tart. I don't know if it's just because I've had the really sweet one before it. Um, yeah, it's definitely tart, but it's it's in it's interesting tart. It's really hard to explain because it's very jammy. So I think the tartness almost kind of. If you had a little bit more acidity to that tartness versus a sweetness to the tartness, I think it would make you like involuntarily pucker a lot more. But I think because there is that like jammy strawberry, like I'm almost looking for the little, like, you know, those little like seeds, like when you have strawberry jam, it's like, I'm almost waiting for those little seeds to be in your mouth, like from fresh made strawberry jam. But I think the sweetness balances out that tartness in a way that it's tart, very clearly tart, but not recoiling, making your mouth yeah. involuntarily pucker. I'd like a little bit more sweetness. Just a touch. I'm almost getting like... Again, it's weird. and I've been having this recently, so I'm wondering if it's just my taste buds, like, changing or evolving or whatever. But, like, recently with some of these fruity, like, really full, like, thick, um sours i almost get some like smokiness with some of these red fruits like these red fruited sours and i don't know why Mm. and i think it's just something that's like changed with me and how i'm tasting things but like there's almost off the back end of this just almost like this little tiny bit of almost maybe not smoky maybe maybe like i don't know how to describe it because like smoky isn't the right word but it's the first word that pops into my brain and it's not really like tobacco is almost like the second word that pops up but i don't know if that's just because normally when i have more, smoky beers is it more woody maybe let me uh so is it woody <sighs> i don't know i don't it's like the word i wanted to use is on the tip of my tongue mm. and i can think of all these things that are similar but i'm just kind of like no that's not right no that's not right um and it's not specifically even just with this Vault City. It's like, I've just been experiencing yeah. this recently with big, thick sours. But usually when it's like a, a, not a dark fruit or anything like that, it's normally when it's like a red fruit or weirder fruit combinations. Like I had it as well when I had something, like one of their other fruited ones that was like an interesting combination of different fruits. I wonder if it's something coming from the grain bill, like from oats or wheat or something. I wouldn't be shocked now that you've said that. Because actually, as you when you said grain bill, I was kind of thinking, and I'm kind of like, there is some level, those undertones that I'm getting, like towards the back end as well, and like kind of what's like lingering a little bit, is a similar, this is going to sound probably really weird, but is a similar taste to like what I can identify when I've had certain um, 
mash like like when when i've had mm. like a wart like when we've had some of the wart i've been like those some of those grainy notes are kind of a little bit what i'm identifying now that you've said that yeah and that's really interesting because i'd never put those together so yeah i think it'd be really interesting to see like what they used but yeah that is it's nice it's a bit yeah. it's jammy i like the jamminess it's definitely jammy lots of strawberry um before we kind of get into discussing if we think this is like this would scratch the itch for a woo woo or if you'd recommend it to your woo woo friends do you want some fun facts i've given like yes a few fun facts for them. i always want fun facts right so the name so that there, there was so the the big rumor that i saw was that the name supposedly came from a bartender who typically shouts woo woo when serving the cocktail and i was like who has observed this this is like there's no real origin story here like what has happened so i started digging in more into like the name and i found like two more really funny slightly funny interesting origins for where the name woo woo came from so the first one being uh there's one story that led back to a new york bartender and he would shout woo woo every time the mets would score his favorite baseball team right uh so yeah every time they'd score he would he would shout woo woo and then he'd give them all around the cocktails everyone in the bar oh and i'm guessing this is the <laughs> cocktail that he served um so that's one another story is that it suggests that it was, ne- it was named after Captain Jimmy Woo Woo Harker. <laughs> Supposedly, he was a well-known captain <laughs> based on the coast of Carolina and then his go-to drink was peach schnapps and cranberry juice. Oh. So it's like, first of all, how many cat like, how many non- naval captains or like military captains or whatever can you even name it just sounded like this was just a regular dude maybe he's famous i don't know i, I didn't google him because i right. really didn't want to ruin the illusion <laughs> that there's just this this like famous captain called jimmy woo woo harker so yeah that's a, that's another origin story for it so that was interesting um supposedly as well the woo woo was the first cocktail to contain peach schnapps so that kind of checks out because i googled like i was i sort of was i kind of saw something else for like the origin of when it was invented mm. and then i was like well the 80 seems to be the most common let me find out when peach schnapps was invented so i googled that and that was in 1984 so that does check out more or less <laughs> with with when this was invented so that was interesting um and then my last fun fact is that you don't often see cocktails as shots, do you? Or or shooters, as they would call mm. them in the US, I guess. Yeah, no. Um, you don't see too many that are like that. But a woo-woo <laughs> is also a shot that you can order. So it's basically, again, it's just equal parts vodka, peach schnapps, and cranberry juice in a shot glass. So I thought that was interesting because I... It's not so it's not so fun but i thought it was a bit interesting because there's not too many of these like you don't get like pina colada shots yeah no um, shots, shots <laughs> tend to be separate from cocktails don't they because yeah, they te- tend to be they're more, not... a little bit more simple yeah smaller want... measurements yeah smaller space yeah so it tends to be like a cake shot once i had 
uh, one shot. Oh God, I feel like oh, I don't even want to remember this. But yeah, for Christmas party at work. Oh, that poor bartender. I'm surprised I didn't get banned from that hotel that I stayed at. Basically, we just kept ordering shots, and I was like buying him shots, and he was like, I don't think he was supposed to have them, but I was like, I feel bad because you're staying open late. But whatever, it's fine. But he made something called a jammy dodger. Oh. And I don't even remember what he put in it, but I remember there was like chambord, and it tasted like. A jammy, a jammy dodger. dodger. I want to say it was like Chambord and like Bailey's or something like oh. that. Something like creamy. Yeah. And it was really interesting, really good. And then I used to love, um, there was a place that I went to when I lived obviously in Boston, uh, still before I moved over here. And they would do shots that were like mint chocolate shots. Mm. Um, those were really really good it's mostly mint and then you'd have like a little tiny like bit of chocolate in it that was also that's if i was gonna do a shot that's like my idea of a really great shot but i feel like that's your idea of hell yeah no thanks (laughs) (laughs) what would what would be in a birthday cake shot i can't remember it was years ago i think it had something creamy in it i'm into it i think it had sprinkles in it as well i mean i'm definitely into that like it was like a like american birthday cake like yeah. That's what I want. When I have birthday cake, nothing makes you more sad than when I, I have the birthday cake. There, and, it's, and it's British birthday cake. Like, that makes me so sad. Like, Ben and Jerry's, I bought their birthday cake ice cream because I was like, birthday cake, yeah. And there's sprinkles, yay. But actually, it's, it's British birthday cake. I was like, meh. It's fine, it's good. I want what do you consider? So, uh, like, jam sandwich, birthday cake. Is that what you're thinking? That's what you're saying yeah. is British birthday cake. Yeah, that's what right. I say is British birthday cake. Because every time you see birthday cake, it's always like jam sandwich. Mm. I'm like, oh, I don't want that. Strawberry jam, strawberry, and like, Buttercream. no offense, British people. This is how, this is why people hate me. Uh, <laughs> I feel like less than, less than moist cake. <gasps> how rude. British, <laughs> I feel like on the whole, there's more, maybe it's because there's more sugar and it's less healthy. American cake just tends to be so much more. Maybe it's more rich as well. Cake over here just makes me a bit sad. Not all of it. There's some really good cake. But birthday cake. Wow. I get a birthday cake and I go, no. Wow. <laughs> I've said what I said. This is going to be the short. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put this in the thing, and and I, I need people to hear your disdain for British cake. I don't hate all British cake. I don't hate all British cake. It's just like there's nothing that makes you more depressing. Wow, Tori. Than when, I, than when I go, birthday cake, yeah. And I'm thinking funfetti. And they're like, don't worry, there's sprinkles. And I was like, yeah, there's definitely funfetti. Woo woo. I'm woo woo and I'm having a woo woo. And then I try it and I go, oh, it's like a Victoria sponge. Wow. I'm I not, I don't love, sponge. I don't love Victoria despite my name i don't love a victoria sponge because i just i like i like more light fluffy moist cakes i said what i said sure did i just have no words (laughs) speechless i'm sure i'll get lots of hate and don't worry rick hates it rick hates american cake as well he's like there's too much sugar he will actively bake things and take sugar out it's um (laughs) I'm like, you can't do that. And he's like, well, I've done it. So what are you going to do? <laughs> but yeah, he just basically says he hates my American cakes because all they are are sugar. So, mm. um, 
Yeah. So woo woo. Back back to Wilson. We're not about cakes right now. Uh, the strawberry woo woo. Would you recommend this to somebody? Like, what are your thoughts on it? I think it's very fruity. Um, I suppose if you like the strawberry woo woo, I think if you're expecting the sweetness that comes from the peach and the cranberry, this is not that. Mm. But if you want something fruity, then yes, I think you could get away with it. I think, I think for me, I don't even know. I think it's good. So, like, would I recommend it to somebody to drink? Like, yes, if you yes. like sours, especially yes. like Vault City sours. If you're a Vault City sour fan and you like strawberries, like, absolutely. But I think if we're putting it in the context of trying to get somebody that doesn't drink beer based on the cocktails they like, yeah, I think there's a potential for that person to be disappointed by it not because it's not a good beer but because or not because i'm not enjoying it or anything like that but because i think knowing what a woo-woo is and then knowing that a strawberry woo-woo is just a woo-woo plus strawberries i think it is missing those other yeah it's missing those flavors and it's all i mean if you love jammy strawberry it's great and i I mean it's no strawberry skies if we want to go, no. you know, if we want to go to the back catalogue yeah, 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 of Vault yeah. City stuff, it's no strawberry skies, but it is very good. I would say it doesn't taste 9%. No. I it's would not have guessed that's 9%. <laughs> 100% dangerous. Here's another question, though. Would you recommend it for somebody that wants to try sours or enjoys sours? If they enjoy sours, yes. If they are willing to try sour beer, yes. If they are starting out in sours... Mm, I'd probably go for something else from Fort City before I'd give them this first. I actually don't think that this is as tart as they can get. I don't think it, it's not as tart as... as they can get, but it's not. As sweet I don't as think it's as. Get. Yeah, I don't think it's as like when you go and you get their sessions hours. Yeah, I think their sessions hours are. I think if you're just starting out and you're not sure about sours, I think this is a little bit too much too acidic for a, you know it's not baby's first sour. Yeah, mm. but if you're starting, if you are. Yeah, you know, a couple of steps on the old sour journey. This would be right. I think the problem is now my taste buds are fucked right. for like what is to like what is yeah. really tart and like what's not. Because to me, I'm like, I feel like this could be entry level. Like if so, like you said, if somebody is yeah. interested in trying sours, but then like, then I think that's maybe my sour bias showing. Because <laughs> yeah. I like sour. I drink so many sours that I'm like, this is easy peasy, isn't it? And then you give it to someone, they're like, oh my god, it's so tart. Right. Yeah yeah well that's a woo-woo anything else to say about the woo-woo the straw woo-woo um i like it i think i like the flavors i think i like the flavors from a classic woo-woo more than a strawberry woo-woo yeah i think i like strawberries a lot it's one of my favorite fruits but my favorite fruit in life has always been like even since i was a kid is peach Mm. And I do like a good bit of cranberry juice. So it's kind of like, I could see if you had all the flavours together, that would probably be, I kind of want to try mixing it a little bit, if I'm honest. But I also kind of don't want to dilute this. Eh. I'm, I'm going to mix it in a little cup. Yeah, Hang on. Gonna I'm going to do it. No, I'm not. I'm very, I'm going to have to get another cup, which is a bit annoying. But this is fun. We do science on here. <laughs> don't you like science? I feel like Joanne hates science. Why do I hate science? I brew, for goodness sake. I really like the mixed, actually. Yeah. 
they're quite nice mixed because you do get the strawberry but you still really get a heavily like peach cranberry i feel like the cranberry adds another level of like tartness but in a different way i've not got my ratios right i've just done 50 50 but yes yeah, right an eyeballed 50 50 yeah i'm a fan of that i like that well there we go there we go woo woo are you feeling woo woo <laughs> next what have we got next we have new bristol brewery uh their collaboration with phantom which was their old-fashioned stout which was a bourbon and bitter orange peel stout alcohol um volume seven percent <laughs> really like the the label on this like it i really just, like all their labels yeah all their labels are amazing this one in particular it screams old-fashioned to me so it's the um the gorilla in the spacesuit that's on all of their labels but he is sat on a red leather studded sofa with a red leather studded wall behind it and then there are cheetahs <laughs> on, is, yeah on both sides on both is... sides of him it's it's like i'm at a weird weird cocktail bar it is a bit waiting for my old fashioned to be brought to me it's great i love it it is a i feel like i really like all their labels yeah but yeah that is very specifically <laughs> yeah it's great um now i don't have the makings of an old-fashioned and at one point i was like have i even tasted an old-fashioned and then i went and looked up the ingredients um and i have i think actually i made one with a kit that came from hobgoblin interesting yeah and i think it was actually made when they used to make their ginger beer I think it was made with their ginger beer, whiskey and bitters and a squeeze of, of orange, I think. Um, but I haven't got the makings of that. So instead, while I was buying canned cocktails, I got Jack Daniels Tennessee honey with lemonade. <laughs> so I did have that. And then I kind of was like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to fucking do it. So I went to the shop trying to find either like, I did actually just try to find it like in the sense of, I knew I wasn't going to get a cocktail in the can. Yeah. But I thought, I thought, well, okay, well, I'll just find, I'll I'll find like maybe a whole bottle of pre-mixed stuff. But like the only one I could find online was 22 quid and I was like, I'm not paying 22 quid. But probably like Tesco's like cheapest. I was like, nah, I can't be doing that. So I just decided I'd go and I'd try to find something and then I just got the bitters that you need. <laughs> and I just was like, whatever, I'll just get the bitters. And I made it and I've even got, which I'll talk about in a minute, the whiskey ball. So um, so we were talking about before we recorded how, and I assumed this of your house, that you would have various whiskeys to make this with because I know your dad's a big whiskey drinker. Yeah. Um, so I was just and like, they were only here a few months ago. The makings of that. They, they weren't there that long ago. She'll definitely have the makings for that. Please tell the story. I don't <laughs> have this. any of the makings for that. Um, so that, I thought the hardest battle was going to be like, I really didn't want to get the, what do they call like Agnosta bitters or yeah. whatever it's called. Um, and I genuinely was like, because I don't drink old fashions that much. So like, what else can I get? That's what my brain was focused on, yeah. was the bitters. Um, other than that, it's very simple because it's like potentially water, depending how you make it, um, sugar, whiskey. And I was like, definitely got to have whiskey, <laughs> not a problem. And I'm fairly certain we brought a massive bottle of whiskey back from Japan. So I was like, at a minimum, I've got that. And then my dad was here and he 
drank a lot of bourbon. So I was like, there's got to be bourbon like somewhere around. Didn't really think about it. And I got home and I was like, oh, Rick, I bought this is in the end. And he's like, oh, I do quite like an old fashioned. So that's good. He's like, the reason I don't make them is just because we like never have like whiskey in the house. And I was like, we do. And he's like, no, I don't think we do. Um, I remember I bought him a kit. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I bought him a kit of whiskeys. Uh, Japanese whiskies, but they're like tiny little bottles with wax seals and they have tasting notes and everything and I was like um, I shouldn't drink this should I? And he's like yeah maybe not. So I went for the only thing that I had and that was Jack Daniel's apple. <laughs> Which I was just excited to drink on its own yeah. and I'm really sad because I'm like now I'm having it and I'm not even a hundred percent confident it's going to taste good in this combination <laughs> And I don't even know what it tastes like on its own. So oh here we go. This is what we do for you, out. listeners. Like, yeah. I, I've got to say, I enjoy a bit of Tennessee honey. Um, it smells great. I'm like... not generally a whiskey drinker, but I do like Tennessee honey, and I would drink that just on the rocks. Uh, so I don't know how it's going to be with lemonade, so let me crack this open. You, you drink yours you and see it. how it goes. I, I mean, it smells really good. That's what okay. I was saying. And I'm That's getting good. like this fresh orange. I, I literally put whole orange sliced it all that um spicy it is spicy um I, so back to what you were saying though about like having you, you thought you had a kit to make it yes i've definitely made it as well because obviously i had um like literally you i've told the story before i don't i never really liked barley wines i was always sort of like na 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 and then i had sirens refashioned and that was so different to what i had in my head of what i knew that i had tried as barley wines before um and basically they had done refashion which is supposed to be like the barley wine kind of version of you know, old fashioned and they did a tasting kit like over when we were in lockdown at one of the times we were in lockdown maybe it's the first or second time and they did a kit where it was like two bottles of refashioned it was enough for two people so you could have a date night and it was two bottles of refashion and two cocktail sets to make a an old-fashioned i think that's like the only time i really ever drank an old-fashioned but that was mm. so much easier because it was like a pre-made like spice spice mix okay that you literally just mixed with like i think they literally gave us i do think they actually gave us jack daniels or something like yeah. that yeah that you would sort of mix together um, so yeah, this was different because I actually had to do the whole like model a cube of sugar with some bitters. There's no my recipe didn't have any water in it, so it is very whiskey. Yeah, but you got the big old um, whiskey <laughs> ball ice cube. Well, I'm I, I'm gonna save that fun fact for you for okay. later. But that's that's a, that's potentially a fun fact that I'm gonna that I'm gonna. Uh, hold off on telling you uh you know what i'm gonna tell you that fun fact now so okay. basically there's a logic behind why uh if you're watching the video i've got this contraption that makes the the ball if you can see it i've literally got a big ball of ice anyone that enjoys whiskey bourbon whatever uh scotch or all, all those things uh when you just have that sort of straight and you have it you know straight on the rocks um like you're supposed to there is logic behind why you don't just use like ice cubes you use a big circle if possible because effectively the oversized ice cube is a larger surface area so it takes longer to melt so that means the whiskey becomes less diluted uh, or it's slower to dilute with the water um so yeah that is it's it's not like that's 
me having this is necessarily going to help me not adding the yeah. <laughs> water into it um but yeah I, are you a big whiskey drinker not at all like i um like being either. a beer drinker My being was. being a like i like country music usually those things apparently equate to you drinking lots of whiskey i'm not a massive whiskey fan i do, as i say if i do if i were going to have whiskey it would be the tennessee honey this can is making me sad because i think the lemonade really detracts from the flavor of the oh, tennessee no. honey so i'm sad about that that is sad like yeah. if you're expecting like really nice like you're like yeah. oh honey that's great yeah that's sad yeah making me sad but but no i'm not a whiskey drinker yeah my grandmother was a big whiskey drinker and I, i'm just not i just yeah i'm not <laughs> <laughs> so i can sip it i'm a great whiskey sipper but yeah I had a smoked one once, like oh. when my mum. I think my mum talked about it on the episode that she was yeah. she ordered one, uh, and it was like a. Oh no, that might have been when my mum just got. I think whiskey like neat. Yeah. And Rick got an old fashioned, but he got a smoked one. Ooh. And I tried a bit of that, and I was just like, "These are all the things that I don't like about <laughs> any of this." Uh, <laughs> it wasn't bad. It was really the thing is, it was this like really well made. <laughs> But like, I like a smoked beer, but I like specific smoked yeah. beer. Like, I don't just like things with heavy smokiness, but I like a smoked beer. But like anything else that's like heavily smoked, I tend to be like, yeah, not for me. And then like, wi- like the whiskey, I was just like, all of this, it's just that. all no. <laughs> it's not me at all. Brilliant. But yes, all right, let's crack this beer. I didn't even give you this. So it's basically the high level yeah, while we pour the... this. The high level of uh, an old fashioned is that it's said that it was, it is said to have been created in 1889 at the Penn Dennis Club in Louisville, Kentucky. And that is a gentleman's club. Um, not in the way that maybe people in this country think of gentleman's club, where it's like that, it, like an actual southern gentleman's club. Um, and it was created by, supposedly created by a bartender and prominent bourbon distiller, uh, Colonel James E. Pepper. What a name! great name james e pepper james e pepper uh before bringing it to the waldorf astoria hotel in new york city um the ingredients are sugar now that can either be like granulated in a cube or sugar syrups like some people prefer using it in the syrup form because it's just easier to mix if you're doing it true to you you would muddle that sugar with bitters so you'd get your bitters in there um a lot of recipes are water and whiskey the one i used it was like optional and i was like i'm not opening a whole it's usually like soda waters what was like on a lot of the recipes and i was like i'm not opening a whole thing of soda water to use like a tiny smidge uh so i went straight whiskey uh and then yeah usually it's an orange slice for garnish so and you do that because like you don't you have to be really careful about what you garnish with if you use like like it said maraschino cherries for example absolute no-no because that's too sweet and that throws Mm -hmm. off the balance whereas orange really brings out some of those like aromas uh so yeah there's that and it's obviously served in an old-fashioned glass so (laughs) so yeah that is that's what you got um this beer was a beautiful pour a lovely colour. It's like it a beautiful nice. dark brown. It's got a bit of oh, yeah, a red highlight. Um, mine's got a thick color. beige head on it. This is really, it's quite thick, yeah. Thick with two C's, I would say. Yeah. Look at that. It's got a real roasty I was going to say, aroma. roasty is definitely what I get. Mm. But not 
like roasty but not like in a coffee way really no i say there's almost for me maybe a little bit of like a slight bit of tobacco nature yeah. to it and when i first and opened almost... it yeah i got like a like a spritz of sweet orange but that seems to have gone now so i was just gonna say actually what i'm getting like after a few sniffs of it for lack of a better way to describe it i am getting more orange that's coming to mm. it but um kind of in kind of in the way that i don't like where it lands in like a chocolate orange way yeah <laughs> but that's not that's like that's a me problem like i think yeah. a lot of people would like it but i think it's kind of mixing with that what we're saying is roasty but not in a coffee way it's yeah. kind of mixing with that and almost creating a little bit of a uh, chocolate orange effect for me well when i do a swirl and cover i get more of that orange I do get some chocolate in there, and I think that's why I'm yeah. getting like chocolate orange vibes, and I'm like, oh no! <laughs> Immediately, no. All right, I'm trying it's it. Fine. All right, let's go. Cheers. I quite like it. There's a, I quite like, like it. Quite a bitter coffee to it. I kind of want it to get. I think it's too cold. I want it a bit warmer. Mine's fairly warm, in a good way. Like not, <laughs> not yeah, like yeah. overly warm, but mine's the right. I think mine I is think the right mine, temperature. Mine could do with being a bit warmer. I'm getting. For me, I'm definitely getting like roasty coffee, mm-hmm. cacao, like a um, like almost the cacao nib in the sense of uh, how you have it quite, like the chocolate note in a cacao nib can be a little bit more bitter and like dry. Yeah. Like um, I don't know if that's really the right word, but that's how I associate it. Yeah. Um, so it's that type of chocolatey coffee roasty. And I think maybe there's that slight bit of like orange peel, which also makes it land a little bit more in that like coffee way because yeah. of how when you have actual proper like coffee, you get that like bitterness, you get like the chocolatey notes, you get some light like fruity fruitiness. Notes in it, so. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's very well balanced. I would agree. I don't know if I get the bourbon. Like I don't know if there's like an element. Like I don't really get the whiskey but i don't dislike that yeah because agree. i'm not a massive whiskey person yeah if it's there it's just it's landing to me in a way like you might have someone that really likes whiskey that's picking up what they like about whiskey yeah. there whereas like what i'm getting maybe is not so much the whiskey because i'm picking up on the other things that i really like um seven percent doesn't really taste seven percent no mm. yeah it's lovely yeah, I'm quite a fan. I like that more than I like an actual old fashioned. Maybe yeah. I've just made mine wrong, or I've used no, freaking apple. But I don't know if an old a person who likes an old fashioned would like this. I don't know. It's kind of hard to say actually, because the more I'm sipping on it, I'm getting more smokiness and a little bit like dry bitterness towards the back end of this than I did on the first few sips. Um, and there is a little element of that like boozy. It's not. It's not booziness as in like alcohol burn or like a harshness but i am getting more of that like it's not even an alcohol warmth like i wouldn't even call it a warmth um but it's definitely more noticeable booziness to it but not in a like it doesn't taste high abv it's just kind of like lingering there where i'm like oh yeah okay i could i could get that but old-fashioned i don't know i think it's too stouty to be old-fashioned what like what style do you think i've got fun facts to give you but this is more interesting what style do you think could make a really interesting old-fashioned because i think you're right like stout might be really hard because of 
some of the flavors that kind of come with that compared to like the more citrus i mean i think i think a stout is bringing the right sorts of flavors i think it's more a mouthfeel thing where i think it's too full to be for my brain to equate it with like it's too full it's too smooth for my brain to equate it with like whiskey and a cocktail Mm. if that makes sense Mm. or maybe just because i'm like a proper stout drinker i'm like no this is stout this isn't this is not a cocktail what are you talking about i will say like the first few sips i was kind of like yeah i don't i don't see that similarity per se not not that i don't see similarity i can see the components that are there but it wasn't landing in the same way the actual fashioned was Mm -hmm. and again i i didn't probably make it as authentic as i could have and should have um but the more i'm drinking this the more i'm like actually hang on i'm actually having to stop and think yeah could somebody that likes old fashions like this maybe let me give you some fun facts we'll let this warm up a little bit for you and then you can try it again and see so some fun facts is this effectively so like this was uh like it's a whiskey cocktail um it is the way it's made is (laughs) pretty much a technical definition of a cocktail so a cocktail apparently by the technical definition is being comprised of a spirit a sugar a water and bitters so obviously old-fashioned started life being a a whiskey cocktail um and pretty like on point because those are the only ingredients Um, no (laughs) to put it in beer terms there's no other real adjuncts there it's pretty pure so um the reason that the name came about so says legend is that people were heading to the bars requesting their drink to be created in the old-fashioned way um meaning like just made with simple whiskey because so that definition of like a cocktail people would experiment with different ways to do it like they'd use maybe gin maybe they'd use like whiskey maybe they'd use something else but what my understanding is is that whiskey was kind of like the most common and like the oldest one that was being used so people would be like i just want it made in the old-fashioned way so that is where the name came from um it is the official cocktail of louisville <laughs> so oh. obviously that's supposedly the birthplace so it's it is the official cocktail um yeah also this is not really a fun fact but it was a funny fact to me and that is that as i was looking for fun facts and scouring the interwebs i found that there was a website that's basically like wikipedia for children and it's called kiddle and it's it like literally looks like a wikipedia it's like a knowledge base for children and there was literally an article on there called Old Fashioned Facts for Kids. <laughs> and I don't know why. I don't know. I've given you... Whiskey cocktails. I've given you a link for it because it just makes me laugh. But yeah, there wasn't really anything more to that fact. It was just funny that that page existed. The fact that it's like you think about, with especially in beer, how often it's like... Yeah, the Portman group are like, how dare you put <laughs> something right. that's vaguely even cartoon like, and then like Kiddles like hold my beer, hold, hold, <laughs> hold my whiskey, hold my old fashioned, <laughs> hold my Here old I fashioned. Go. I'm going in, hold my whiskey. Oh, I'm going in, and um, 
Yeah, it 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 makes me laugh because it was like the whole history of old fashioned. There was like various like various recipes. Wow. And it's, it, yeah, I don't know. It just made me chuckle. So, um, can we just go back? So Louisville, Louisville's yeah. in Kentucky. Yep. And then, in case people don't know, I said that. At the start. In, did you? Yeah. Oh, so at the start, that. I said uh, drink created in eight in eighteen eighty nine in the Pendennis Club in Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> I miss that. But also I Louisville, Kentucky, Kentucky bourbon. So. Yes. Yeah. 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 They are quite so there we i guess go, that's that's all. quite key to say yeah they yeah. they are big bourbon people they've got the kentucky derby my dad's gone to the kentucky derby before okay that's a big that's a big thing um i think like the kentucky derby is very like whiskey and mint juleps oh, really? <laughs> like, like, i feel like when you have kentucky derby there's always like mint juleps okay i don't know um but yeah um i've never been myself have you i, I mean you've traveled to various places have you ever to... gone to kentucky i've never been to kentucky been to kentucky fried chicken me too i was just gonna say love the chicken <laughs> love the chicken never it's been great there. yeah i do i kind of wonder like is kentucky fried chicken like do you think kfc actually originated in kentucky or do you think that someone was just like eh, they have good chicken in kentucky let's just call it that i feel like it's got to have originated there no <laughs> I don't know. I'm, Are we turning I'm into a food so. podcast now? I don't think <laughs> I mean, we're good enough be to be a food podcast. podcast. I could be a food podcast. I would love to do research on food. Um, but yeah. Let's so. know, listeners, if you know the origins of Kentucky Fried Chicken and the Colonel's Secret Recipe. <laughs> I could I could Google it, but I feel like that just ruins the mystery. Yeah. I kind <laughs> of... I Part of me wants to believe that someone just went, they got good chicken there. Let's, let's brand it that. Well... <laughs> Has your uh, feeling changed on this now? Like, has it warmed up? Has it tasted different to you? I still feel it's a bit too stouty, but as I'm not a whiskey drinker, I don't think I'm an authority on the subject. That's true, yeah. I guess that's the thing, as we'll caveat with we don't, neither of us really drink whiskey. I will say that I think that I am getting those, like, bitters. Like, I do think that the bitters come through and there's this like real dryness and then yeah the more the more that it sits there the more i am getting those similar tastes so i think there's a little bit of woodiness yeah that you can kind of like you can get from whiskey yeah i would agree yeah and bourbon i actually i'm starting to think that i i maybe wouldn't give this to someone like my dad who doesn't drink beer Mm. but i maybe would give this to somebody that I think you're right there is some element of like because we drink we drink stouts that's like what's in our head yeah so i think that i probably would give this to somebody that is both a stout and a whiskey drinker um an old-fashioned fan so to speak so yeah well that's that one um (laughs) shall we try to make our most ambitious one yet yeah (laughs) i'm scared for this next one (laughs) Oh, final Last final one. cocktail do you want to show the people what it is uh we have got the dude abides from brew york which is a white russian imperial white stale <laughs> i genuinely thought because i forgot what the abv was i was yeah. saying to you before we started recording i was thinking like it was like seven percent because that's my white yeah. stout bias it's just yeah. thinking they aren't typically like that that much 
And uh, it's an imperial white stout. You missed out the imperial bit. Yeah, but I forgot that it was imperial because in my head I was just like, oh, it's white stout. White stout, yeah. Uh, so for this, I mean, do you have anything like actually made for this? Because I'm not. just going to make one. Because <laughs> um, I didn't have the ingredients. I went looking to see if I could find a white Russian in a can or something like that. Couldn't it's find impossible. one. Um, I feel like Funky and I are missing out on this because I feel like a nitro white Russian in a can would be like that's amazing. That's hard though. I'm going to give it a go um, to make one. <laughs> this is going to be... I'm a bit nervous because I've, I'm like, will it curdle? So I've got it my... Goes wrong, I've just saved it. I've saved my fancy glass for this because I wanted to be extra fancy. Got fancy crystal glass yeah. out. Fancy got lots crystal of ice glass. In it. That I got at a charity shop. Yeah, it says add lots of ice. Um, this is Kahlua's recipe, so it's add equal parts Kahlua, <laughs> uh, absolute vodka, and cream, which I googled to make sure I got the right cream, and it is single cream. Single cream. Yeah. So, yeah, let's give this a go. I guess. You're just going to eyeball it, or have you got no, a shot glass? No, I've got an actual... Oh, you've got a measure. Good job. I do, yeah. Um, deciding. How I much need to are you do your gonna... equal parts. Yeah, what are you going to measure it? I don't know if I I'm going to do a bait. Mm. Part of me feels like I've kind of got to go the full way because it's glass size, but... Let's give it a go. I'll do 50 of each. Yeah, that sounds sensible. Because that feels like if I do too little, it will be sad in the glass. <laughs> So there's my, my Kahlua added. I'm really like nervous as I'm getting to the <laughs> as I'm getting to the cream. Oh, oh that's too much vodka. Oops. <laughs> it's fine. It's not an exact size. Rick would say about baking, and I vehemently disagree with it. It's not an exact science. I mean baking is definitely an exact science. <laughs> I know. I tell him all the time, like it absolutely is. He's it, like, nah. Yeah, no, it absolutely like, is. It is literally like the definition <laughs> yeah. of a science, but it's alright. Um, so you basically do that. <laughs> Layer it off. So this this um the white Russian recipe on Kalua's direct website is fill glass with ice, add Kalua coffee liqueur and absolute vodka. Finish off with a layer of your favourite cream. How many op I mean, I know the US has quite a variation of cream, so I'm yeah, not what really options surprised. are there for cream? I suppose there's different flavoured cream, is there? Maybe? I think so. You can get like coffee creamers that are different. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is the part right. that I'm the most afraid of. Okay, Tori's going to add is. the cream. So scared. You Should you float it over a spoon? Uh, it doesn't say to. It just says finish it off with a layer. All right. Hold on, I'm going to watch the video. I'm going to watch the video. Oh, there's a video. Video. Let me see how they do it. So loud. Oh my god. No, he literally, I'm fairly sorry, he's just dumped it's just it dumping over. it in. He's just dumping it in. Because sometimes they say put it over the back of a spoon and that like floats it, doesn't it? I think. No, I'm not a cocktail uh, expert. No. No, they just dumped it right in. Uh, right, well, here we okay, go. Right, she's it. doing it. I'm going to describe it's as we go. Cradle. She's popping it in. I mean, it's in there. Kind of looks like cold bad. brew. <laughs> that doesn't look that bad, actually. Yeah. Way! That looks good! It's going to curdle. I'm so worried. Minute, it's not going to curdle. I'm taking a photo of this bad boy. Look at that. There we go. <laughs> now she's doing selfies. I did. That was an exciting moment. Um, do I mix it? That's the only thing. It's like, it doesn't say mix it. No, I'm not going to mix it because I feel like that's that's testing fate. Just drink right, it. I'm going to drink it. She's drinking it. I like a white Russian though. Oh, so boozy. I just got hit with a vodka. 
Well, you did 50 mil of, 50 mil of glue or 50 mil of vodka. You know what? Well done fucking me. That is... I was so stressed. And I'll tell you why. Because, you know, I'm going to give you the fun facts first, actually. Okay. Before I even give you the backstory. Uh, I'm going to give you one fun fact. And it's not even a fun fact. Basically, I was Googling how hard it is to curdle. We were talking about this. I was like, how hard is it? to do this without curdling it and i saw all these recipes that were like no it's good it's so easy like just follow the directions and just don't fuck about and it's hard to do it just but then it started going just don't add skimmed milk this milk that milk the other milk and i was like oh but some recipes actually do say you can substitute then you get into the non-recipes that are people just asking questions and across all the social media platforms everyone's like fuck is it possible to make this drink without curdling it? And I was like, and it was like all these conditions that you had to meet. And I was like, now I'm stressed out. I'm going to curdle it. But I didn't. It's good. Just chuck it on in there. It is quite like a heavy drink though. Oh yeah. Quite a luxurious heavy drink. I can't wait till I get to the, till I make my way through the vodka part. Cause I'm oh, a yeah, big no. vodka drinker. I think the, the cream is helping with the vodka. So that's yeah. like, whew, I'm like psyching myself up for it. Um, yeah, basically why I drink this, um, the first mention of the White Russian was in the 60s. Uh, it was okay. printed in a... Cal- the first written mention of yeah. it was um, in a newspaper, a Californian newspaper. Um, but the variant that is called the Black Russian, which is basically the, like just vodka and Kahlua, uh, that seemed to appear first in 49. Um, there's some origin stories as to how it's created. Like there's a few varying ones my favorite one that i found uh was that it was created by a belgian barman gustave tops at the hotel metropole in brussels in honor of pearl mester who's the u.s ambassador to luxembourg so i like that one because i just felt like the belgian there was like a a beer tie in there so yeah. I was, that was that was good um and yeah it's served in an old-fashioned glass on the rocks a la this um my video if, if if i should say um and and yeah the, the yeah like i said the key ingredients are coffee liqueur uh, which is either like kalua or if you're in the uk tia maria i don't know if tia maria is like a big thing in the us i don't remember it being but mm. maybe maybe i'm wrong um so it's a coffee liqueur a vodka and a cream so it's single cream if you're in the uk um but what I found from all the cocktails that we've looked into so far, this one, the portions and the instructions on how to actually physically make it varied so much more in comparison oh, really? to any other cocktail. Yeah. Because normally it was like, put it in a shaker, shake it and strain it. Yeah. Or blend it. Or like, it's very, steer it. Like, it's very straight. Like, all these other ones were very straightforward. No real, like, bung it all in there one way or another. Yeah. This is like very like some of them were like add one part this and then one part that others were like shake these two ingredients together then add the cream over it another one told me to put all three in and shake it all together and i was like i'm not doing that absolutely not (laughs) like the majority of recipes are saying to kind of like float it over the top or it was either layer it like float it or just like just dump it like this one the kalua one was just like dump it in see i feel like this had the most variation I think I, so. I've had white Russians when I was on the ships, and I reckon it was all. Mi- I reckon it was all mixed together. Yeah, I don't remember it being layered well, or anything like that. In the big Lebowski, I'm fairly certain he actually mixes it. Yeah. Um. There we go. I've mixed it just to because I just couldn't drink yeah. just the vodka anymore. It was taking too long to get to the Kahlua. This is actually a mixer. 
if you're watching it, I've got a mixer. That's a drumstick. I was going to say that looks like a drumstick. drumstick. <laughs> it is. It's a drumstick mixer. Um, oh, so much better like that. Yeah. So, so yeah, I just found this had the most variation. So, yeah, if you want to try it, oh, this tastes so much better. If you want to try it, literally, you just go on Kalua's website. So, kalua.com slash en dash us slash drinks slash white russian so it was it's quite i liked it as well because this was like equal parts of everything whereas yeah. like the other recipes it would be like some of them were in ounces and cups it's like us measurements but then i was like well i can't my brain can't work out how big or little that's gonna be and i really don't want to end up with something that's like too that big massive. or too small yeah. <laughs> so yeah Cool. I'll actually finish this and I won't share that with Rick. So, um, <laughs> shall we crack open the Brew York? Yes, please. I feel like I need a palate cleanse in between, though, I'm not going to lie. Because that is going to yeah, be that's a really cream. aggressive <laughs> taste. Yeah. Mm. It's not even the cream, it's just so boozy. That is just, I wouldn't be able to taste the other elements. It's got a massive head on it. It's like a honey, it's like honey coloured. Yeah. Yeah, massive head on it for sure. Got some foam up my nose. <laughs> <laughs> I always do that. I pour it so high and then I go in for a sniff. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it smells like nutmeg. It's on with so much head, I'm like, I can't get around it. And nuts. Walnuts. I do get like that vodka like alcohol smell to it for me. Not in a bad, like not in a negative way, yeah. but like an actual alcoholic smell not just you know how sometimes you can get things that are just like very clearly a beer smell even when they're not supposed to taste like beer like this doesn't have yeah. that typical beer smell to it all right gonna just try to make all my right. way through the foam here we go i'm not sure how to feel about it actually in one sip no i need to go in for some more i mean it doesn't taste 10 percent. no it definitely creamy. i'd say like six percent <laughs> If that, that was being generous as well, 6%. Like, it does not taste high. So I think it definitely delivers what it says on the can. So the can says, Nutty coffee, creamy milk sugar and delicate nutmeg create the flavours of the dude's favourite white Russian. Don't like it? Yeah, well, that's just your opinion, man. (laughs) That's Um, that's just like your opinion, (laughs) man. (laughs) I definitely get nutty. It's definitely creamy and I definitely get nutmeg. You missed the first part, which is which is the best, Sorry. which is yeah, whether you call him dudeness, dudeness, duda, or el duderino, <laughs> the duda bites. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. And it also says, shut the funk up, Donny. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate it. I don't know if it tastes like a, like a white Russian. I like that on the back of the can. So you know how on the back of the can they usually have that like spider web? Yep. I also like that on the top it says cult status <laughs> and it's got five um, sunglasses. Yep. <laughs> it is pretty good. Pretty good. And the can, the label art is so good. It's obviously exactly as you expect. If you, if you know white Russian, like if you think about the first thing that 99% of other people think of when you say white Russian cocktails, probably the big Lebowski exactly what you're getting on the label very big Lebowski so um yeah I definitely think I get those like spiced flavors to it that are kind of lingering around but I I quite like that I like it I don't know if it screams white Russian to me though I would think actually like if I'm gonna 
I don't necessarily think white Russian. What I think is more a variant of a white Russian. Yeah. Like, I feel like it could be if you you put some, like, spice on top. Like, if you sprinkled a bit of, like, spice on top or something. Yeah, I think so. It's good, though. I like it. It's got a nice lead to it. Mm. Does not taste 10%. The head is super lasting as well. Look at that. Yeah, it's properly lacing down my glass. It's very, like, stiff peaks. Um, Yeah, some some fun facts? Yes, please. Cool. Uh, Neither the original drinks, the Black Russian or the White Russian, have any Russian origin, (laughs) as far as anyone knows. It's only named that because of the vodka. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> which is obviously associated well, with russia what a stereotype yeah i mean yes <laughs> absolutely uh so there are a bunch of variations um so like one of them that's quite interesting actually that didn't have a name to it at all it wasn't necessarily like a variation in that regard but you could replace the cream with ice cream and oh. it says to make it said to make it frozen, but I was like, let's be real, the whole thing's not freezing freezing over. Yes, You're making a float. Cream. You're yes. making an alcohol yeah. float. Like, come on. Yeah. Uh but yeah, that that sounded really nice and I feel like that would taste really nice. Um but yeah, some of the other variations I thought were like quite interesting. So you had a blind Russian, which is where you swap the Irish cream for the coffee liqueur. Or you make a mudslide or what's called a muddy water by adding the Irish cream in addition to all the other ingredients. Oh. <laughs> so you double up on the creamy indulgence. Um, then you have, so this is one that when you just said a minute ago, like, oh wow, how like stereotype. Uh, this is one that I feel like also is just like a really poor stereotype. And it's like, I feel like this brings up a whole wider conversation about like just gross names for cocktails, but it, it exists. Um, Anna Kornikova, which is named after the tennis player. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called the Anna Kornikova, or it's called the Skinny White Russian. Uh. And it's made with skimmed milk instead of cream. So it's a lower fat option. And I just thought that was a bit like... That's lame. Meh. So I could have left that off the list entirely, but I wanted the opportunity to go, yeah, yeah that exists. And I feel like... Because I saw some recipes where it was like, you can use milk instead of... Uh, cream and that's fine and like no comment on it but then yeah. like, some were just like oh yeah if you do this then it's called an Anna Kornikova or it's called a skinny white Russian and I was like that's a bit gross but yeah so yeah not not my cup of tea to call it that felt a bit gross there you go um not a fun fact a gross fact indeed uh, <laughs> you have a Russian cherry orchard which is basically the same exact thing uh but it adds Grand Marnier you have a white Cuban, which uses rum instead of vodka. But again, I pose that question that we posed every time, yeah. which is like, when you start changing up the fundamental spirits in it, it's literally like a white Russian. It uses vodka. Like, that's the stereotype that they've put in place <laughs> for this drink. And now they're just like, let's reskin it. Let's re-stereotype it. We'll call it a white Cuban and we will <laughs> use rum instead. And it's like, equally equally stereotype yeah <laughs> and i feel completely different cocktail. different cocktail so, yep <sighs> that's my feeling on it um you then have a dirty russian which is the same thing but instead of using cream you have chocolate milk which actually sounds quite nice the name's mm. a bit like off-putting yeah but sounds really delicious chocolate milk um then you have what's called a colorado bulldog 
and that adds a splash of cola, which I personally feel not wouldn't be that keen on. Not with the cream. Like, I think the first time I ever had a black Russian, they made it with cola. And then I was very confused no, the next I time like I that. had one because I was just like, it had cola in it. Why isn't it got cola in it now? Um, I wouldn't no. want to mix cola with cream. No, I wouldn't want to mix cola with the normal ingredients of a black Russian. Like, I feel like cola has no business in this drink. Cola, like, I feel cola doesn't have a business. Like, cola is a mixer with a spirit. It has no business in a cocktail. Mm. I'll make that bold statement again. <laughs> like I said, what I said. I think that's fair. Like name that's a one fair statement. Like, can you think of one good cocktail that actually uses like cola in it, and it's not no. just a mixer of like, I'm having this in Coke. No. Um. So as I mentioned, that first published recipe that we have from the 60s i believe it was yeah the 60s so that was the oakland tribune and that was november of 65 and the official recipe listed it as one ounce of southern one ounce of vodka and one ounce of cream with the southern being referenced to a then popular brand of coffee liqueur which i've never heard of so i don't know if that's just a thing that was popular and doesn't actually exist anymore uh, but yeah, it's interesting that it's specified Southern because now it's like Kahlua is the go-to yeah. for it. So that was quite interesting. Uh, there was a 1930s era drink that was simply just called the Russian. And that was equal parts gin, vodka and creme de cacao. And there was also a variation that called for an addition of cream. So I would hazard a guess that there was very clearly some inspiration between that and the black and white russian yeah because it's effectively just kind of they've like removed the gin they've replaced the gin <laughs> sort yeah. of um they've, they've basically removed the gin full stop and then kind of the creme de cacao is a bit different so yeah yeah and then my last well two last fun facts one ben, ben and jerry's made an ice cream flavor of it Ooh. Um, inspired by it called yeah. from russia with buzz <laughs> and, and it was a white russian inspired ice cream which is that's, that's pretty cool i'll eat that yeah yeah it sounded really tasty when i read the description i was like mm, salivated <laughs> and then my last my last fun fact which is a big lebowski fact so um the cocktail was declining in favor it was uh yeah it, it was dying it's sad, sad times um it never reached like it had never reached like a massive peak. It was it was popular, but it was never like stardom level. Yeah. Um, and then it started to die off, and then obviously it spiked back up in popularity when the Big Lebowski came out in 1998. So that made it just like absolutely shoot up to stardom because of that cult classic. Um, and then yeah, people mainly seem to like associate now white Russians with the dude. And the fun fact here is that he throws back a total of nine white Russians before the end of the 117 minute long film. And he also, it made me chuckle in a way that he just referred to it a few times as just the Caucasian, like as a Caucasian, like he just ordered a Caucasian. (laughs) And I was like, that is just, I don't know, there's something about just how like, like we're sitting here going like, oh, call it a black Russian or a white Russian. Like that just feels so like, it's just something about the fact that he just like just orders a caucasian that just makes me or refers to it as a caucasian it just makes me chuckle yeah <laughs> i don't it's the stupidest part of me that's like <laughs> why <laughs> uh but yeah 
There's not he finishes nine white Russians before the end of that film. Wow. So yeah, that's a good fact. It's a good fact. <laughs> yeah. So that's all the fun facts I've got. So I thought I'd end on the Big Lebowski one because it was topical. Yeah, that makes you sense. You couldn't get away with not having a Big Lebowski no. fact. Mm. So I actually think, for me, you know how you were talking about the stout in the last one? Yeah. And you were like, it's quite hard to like do that. For me, this almost, because it's a bit, like, it cannot, it doesn't reach that same level of mouthfeel yeah. as the actual cocktail does. But yeah. then I think part of that is like, also because in my head I'm like, well, it's a white, it's a white stout. Like, yeah, I kind of know what to expect from... A majority of white stouts yeah. this does like fit that bill really well but i also think it does capture like key flavors do you think you'd give this to someone that likes white russians i don't think so because i think if you're getting a white russian you want that creaminess and i don't think you get that from this beer. it's a good beer i'm enjoying it i don't think someone that enjoys a white russian would be convinced by beer from this beer i think I agree and I think like but that's partly because I think the white Russian is such an indulgent drink it is very very just like like the least healthiest probably one of the least healthiest cocktails you can get is very indulgent very full-on very like boozy thick creamy like all of that smooth and just luxurious and I think like yeah this beer is really nice and I quite enjoy it yeah and it's absolutely lethal at a stealthy 10%. 10%. Yeah. Stealthy. But I'm not sure that I could be like, oh, you like white Russians? Try this. Because I yeah. just don't know if it would land. No, I think but if I like, knew somebody oh, that was like, what are you giving me? But if somebody was like, I really like white stouts. Yes. I'd be like, this is a good version of a white stout. Try this. If they're like, I like coffee, I like spices. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, this is the beer for you, for my you. friend. <laughs> And if you like fun labels and you like the Big Lebowski, yeah. like, it's fun to have as, like, a, yeah. as a theme. Um, excellent beer. Yeah. Again, white Russian. Not not convinced, personally. No. No. Well, there we go. That's all of them. All right, that's our, the end of our cocktail episodes for the moment. Um, we may find some more. I think we need to find some more espresso martini beers. Maybe, so, yes. Listeners, <laughs> I know Emma, you... Emma wanted it. Emma wanted that. So, If you know of any espresso martini beers out there, let us know. Uh, Tori, if someone wants to report back to you on some cocktail beers, where can they do that? If you want to... Re- I thought you were going to, like, hardcore call me out for what... <laughs> for some of my bold statements Look, today. I let you get off but the I love hook, that you get so off don't... The- don't get yourself back into that mess got me the, let me off the hook really yeah. easily um yeah if you want to report back on any cocktail themed beers that you've got or um if you want to hear us talk about food and films because that's an, that's other things that clearly we feel like we're qualified to talk about now this could have been as um, well this could have probably gone on to the dairy podcast as well could have uh if you want to see us like hand make cocktails like if you want to see me take risks again that <laughs> obviously clearly pay off yeah you can find me on instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism or on gmail at adventures in optimism at gmail.com um i have put some tiktoks out lately on she adventures has and optimism uh, i can't tell you that's not consistent but i mean i put them out when they when when 
when the feeling strikes me inspiration (laughs) moves you to do so when patience when patience persists i uh and then i ask her questions about how she did it and she's like i don't know i don't know (laughs) just did it (laughs) just i just did it joe just do it (laughs) they're like did you do this and i was like sure you're like i don't know i don't know uh yeah but you can also if you do write into the podcast nine times out of ten i'll probably be the one that's picking up on instagram so that's a women's brew on instagram um or a women's brew podcast at gmail i tend to be the one that that flicks through those um but yeah joe also looks at them so you could get either of us lucky dip so joe you wouldn't have got me this week because i literally had no signal i looked had to look it up and there was they were doing some works in in the area that i work and there was not even a flicker of signal but you would never you would never answer them on work time so it's fine no of course i wouldn't it's good I'm on um, my lunch break i can answer <laughs> things on my lunch break but yeah that's it is, is you, your signal tends to be worse so that's, yeah, that, that is partially just why and and you're always at events so i'm always at events. Come, events you can from... just come and talk to me come and see me at an event tell me what you would like to hear from us um or if you can't you don't get to see me at an event you don't don't get to come to the events that i'm at you can find me at my beer school which is love beer learning and we are on facebook instagram twitter tiktok and pinterest i'm generally on instagram and tiktok more instagram generally so come find me there or you can come to my website which is lovebeerlearning.co.uk or email me lovebeerlearning at gmail.com you can also come there if you want to have a little discussion with me about tori's hatred of british cake we'll have that discussion in private and also feel free that this is a safe space if you also want to come to me and admit that you don't like victoria sponge i'm here for it i support you we take we'll, we'll you. take both sides <laughs> we're impartial we are. we're impartial to our partial side of we'll the listen. yeah we'll listen to you this is a safe space um or don't forget to go to coffee and you can support the podcast there leave us a donation you get free access for thir- well not you get to pay for, th- for access for 30 days um to our bonus content maybe we'll do some bonus cocktail content over there as well, we'll i think make so some, we're gonna do our shots cocktails. of tequila that we brought oh yeah we <laughs> that no one wants to see but i mean we we no. said we'd do it and no yeah. one cares but we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it uh, anyway. also i'm gonna copy this dm to also say because i know this is coming out soon um brave noise our, our yes new brave noise of miracle I just got, got mine too. Today, I've just got mine, mine today. Lovely shiny. And it's this basically modern mild. Label, but it's a shiny, and it's shiny. yeah, it's mild. Modern mild. Go grab that. I'll put the <laughs> link in the show notes. Go buy it. We're going to have an episode about it soon. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform or YouTube to make sure that you get to see that. Yeah, smash that out like next... button. Ring should that be bell. Next month. <laughs> I'm done. I can't top that. You win. I'm going to go drink this now. On that note. Cheers. Cheers.